1: Hello and welcome to the Scoutcast. My name is Joe. My name is My name Seb. Is Karim. Oi, this is an amazing start. <laughs> um, Seb said, "My name is Seb." And Karen said, "My name is Karen." My name is Karim. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Yeah, Karen. Um, now you have been tested. hope you don't mind saying, you've been tested for um, COVID nineteen positive. Um, so you've been undergoing what a number of Premier League players have been undergoing as well. But you're with us now, so I'm I'm presuming that. feeling much better now so yeah yeah how's it going
0: thanks joe um and happy happy new year to everybody and uh, of course thanks to the whole community who uh, supported me in um in that difficult time yeah it it was a tough week uh just around the christmas time um yeah for unfortunately i tested uh, and i had to uh quarantine for uh, a number of days Mm -hmm. and um yeah, I had a rough few days uh, with all the symptoms that you can imagine. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, three, four days later, things started to uh, get better. And uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, last week I just came back to work mm-hmm. and uh, resumed my activities. So I'm feeling much, much better. So was it that
1: uh, short, sort of, because it's, it's that sort of shortness of breath? Um, cause... uh
0: i did not i did not i did not really have the um, shortening of uh, uh, breath i had pretty much strong flu symptoms
2: mm-hmm.
0: um fever coughing and um, yeah uh, cold mm-hmm. and all of that stuff i had a little, a little bit of pain in the chest as well for mm-hmm. a few days and on the back um but i did not lose my uh smell or taste or okay. that 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 additional symptoms so i would say that it it's reason- it was reasonable compared to yeah. um, some other cases yeah um but thankfully i'm feeling much better was... now almost full fitness and ready for like game week 18 good. or 19 but
1: what's going on good good news the reason i mean the reason i ask as well is because we talk a lot about you know players getting tested positive for 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 covid and also you know some of us will know people with who's had it um and uh, so it's just it, i think it's just interesting for the listeners and viewers just to Put a, put a kind of the human touch to it, really. So when we say X players got COVID and they've, you know, they're out isolating, that's the sort of thing they're going through. They're going through those sort of um, feelings and emotions and wondering how it's going to pan out. And hopefully, you know, like in your case, Karen, you know, it's going to pan out well and can be fit and ready for a scout cast.
2: um I think the thing we cheers. see as well is yeah. um, like there's such a wide variety of symptoms, and uh, as Karen was saying, he had a few of them. And ho- hopefully, it sounds like you haven't had too many of the longer term ones. Um, Hopefully you're back fighting, fighting fit. Mm. It's brilliant to have you here with us. But yeah. I think it shows that, you know, a, a positive test or, or a positive case could be anything from asymptomatic and no problem mm. to a player who's going to be feeling the effects for months. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: We've heard rumours about other players that's affected. So, yeah, tough times ahead. Um, so, Sa- um, Seb, welcome to your first um, scoutcast as a regular. Um, so um, those that watched last time or listened last time, as it was his last due to other commitments, is it was last one. So Seb has kindly stepped in to be uh, the new regular host. So welcome Seb, and Hello. as part of Thank your you first me me. Yeah, uh, part of your first duties, I usually say, "As what's coming up in the show," but I'm just going to say it differently this time. Seb, <laughs> what's coming up in the show?
2: Oh, the first thing I'm going to do is transfer in Neil Morby. Just, you know, just to keep the continuity going. <laughs> just to ruin your team. <laughs> yeah. um, so today we are going to be looking at the latest developments ahead of game week 18, especially whether Spurs will play and who they will take on. I think we mm. know the answer to that now, but mm. we'll talk about other things that might come out of that. We've had a cup draw tonight that might affect things. And we also have some differentials to consider. Game week 18 coming up. Mm. I think people are probably funneling towards a similar group of players. Can we find something a bit different in there or... Or should we be going with that group of players? Mm. Teams like City, especially their attack, their defence as well is probably the popular side. Wolves, Everton and Arsenal. I think a lot of people are looking at Arsenal maybe for the, the first time seriously this season. Of course, we'll also frisk the fixtures. Uh, Karen will come up with a uh, long-term differential, which will be better than mine with any luck. And we'll take a quick look at how that long, long, long ago Game Week 17 went for us.
1: Mm, indeed, indeed. I'd so, love,
2: if I may as well, Yeah, yeah. just to start with, This afternoon, I was just thinking about, you know, this situation we're in with fixtures changing all over the place, players being fit, not being fit. And I think when we all hear the news on Twitter, wherever we hear that a game is cancelled, our instinct is to react and do something because it gives us control. You know, we're powerless. It makes us feel like we have control over the situation. Maybe it feels like we can fix something in our favour. I would urge people maybe to just settle back, have a little think about it. We don't have long. We have 24 hours, really, and things might continue to change but it feels like if you play that free hit oh i can control it i can make a change is that actually the best thing to do you know do you need that free hit later mm. in the season i think we know there's no perfect scenario here there's no win scenario in other seasons we know that you know you use the wild card you use the free hit typically around the the double game weeks there's not many other scenarios it tends to pan out the same this is probably the first time ever since we've had those chips that there's different ways to use them and i don't think there's a perfect way if you wild card a free hit now In two or three weeks' time, we could have exactly the same scenario as we have now. You know, we're seeing cases generally trend up, and you won't have the chip anymore. So maybe you just need to acknowledge where you're going to take that loss and plan carefully ahead. Speaking of planning, of course, we need to play what's in front of us, Mm -hmm. and we probably can't plan as far ahead as we used to, but we can probably mitigate risks and be as sensible as we possibly can and... We can offer some ways through that hopefully later it, in the
1: podcast it, 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 you hit the nail on the head about trying to you know as, as fpl managers actually as human beings we're always seeking to try and control you know whatever's going on around us in this particularly chaotic time and um, i know at the moment um, i've got two children homeschooling at the moment because the schools are closed and um, sometimes tech things go right and wrong um sometimes you, you just can't control them as well you just got to go with it and um, it's the same same in FPL, same in everything in life. You can mention any different scenario. And and yeah, and, and so if, you, if you're if you coming into game week 18 um, and your team is in good shape, bad shape, medium shape, it's not actually something you've done. I mean, how can you predict fixtures as we're going to talk about? Some of the fixtures have moved out, some have moved in. Um, some teams no longer have a fixture. And we're also going to talk a little bit about what we think might happen in game week 19. We thought there'd be a double game week for Leeds and Southampton. There still could be. Um, but there's a small amount of a Shrewsbury tough FA Cup tie to try and get in and the Southampton Leeds game may have to make way. So um that's something to consider. But how you know, you can't control that. If you look at Game Week nineteen and you're full of Leeds and Southampton players and perhaps that fixture doesn't happen. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean you can after the event if if it happens after deadline or you can just obviously move them out for hits. And stuff, but that's no 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 bad planning or good planning on your part. We're just we're just trying to be pragmatic and just make these decisions as they come along. And and so like with all things, I think we said at the beginning of the season um, on the Scoutcast, keep an eye on the news, <laughs> and that's all you could do. And you just got to hope that news falls before the deadline, and you've got to hope that you are in front of a computer <laughs> at that exact time. And if you're not, um, you're out walking the dog somewhere, and you can't get any signal and you yeah, know that's
2: not your fault. That's the chaos. And and, and and hey, if unless you're unless you're number ten in the world, or mm. or you're one of us, and people probably judge us for how badly we're doing, unless you're unless you're one of those people, it's a bit of fun, right? It's an escape. By yeah. well, all means, shoot for as well as you can possibly do. But if it's not fun, if you're if you're stressing over it, if it's adding to the woes of what's going on mm. in the world at the moment, don't don't let it do that. You know we've got too much going on. FBL is a thing to distract from that.
1: Um, this is a good segue into we're going to very quickly look at our game week 17 because it was about a million years ago well a couple of weeks ago um, so we'll quickly look at our team. and we're talking about trying to control the chaos Karen you've controlled the chaos in game week 17 despite being having um, your COVID <laughs> um, uh, dealing with your COVID during that time as well um, but yeah you I've just I'll put your, your team up on the screen and I just want to tell people about your transfers you made you made three transfers and you brought in Rashford for Salah, Son for Reed. Rita- what Son for Riederwald? How did you do that? Um, it was my fifth and And Holding for Zuma. So I'll run yeah. through your team, and you can see how successful that was. You got Meslier in goal. Holding ten points. New in Diaz two points. Robertson one. Son new in and captain twenty six points. Thank you very much. Suchek, eleven points. Rashford, Fernandez, De Bruyne. Bamford and Calvert Lewin. Um really great week, seventy seven. So you, you you're going into game week eighteen, nineteen in in well, good shape in terms of good your form. Um so you must be pretty happy with that. Um but yeah.
0: Yeah, it was it was a very decent week. Um in overall the whole season was, was really tough and um this game week felt felt really nice. Um um and and mm. I went to game Week seventy 17 with two free transfers, and I have done Salah to Sun because mm-hmm. I feared I feared the the Leeds game, mm-hmm. um, and I thought the only way I can I can do it is is through Salah, and I, I thought like okay Sun versus Leeds plus um, whoever that is in game Week 18 now, mm. uh, Fulham uh, versus Southampton and the blank, and uh, I found it a, a must draw uh, mm. scenario. Yeah and i had already some cash in the bank so um i did well well i didn't need it in this second move which was zuma to uh, to holding because i needed um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: a third defender and then on the deadline day i fancied like five million in the bank what would i do with it mm. would i keep it um or shall, shall i take a hit and and bring in um rushford um and and that's what happened. So uh he planned and I pinched Cooper, so mm. that was not ideal, but overall I think I made a a lot more than the three players out in my team. Yeah, so they were good moves. The, yeah, and I thought Rashford would be uh handy uh, to have in Game Week eighteen as I planned to not free him yeah. to I mean, be on.
1: A, I mean I mean Seb is a Leeds fan, but it has been a good tactic this season to captain a player playing Leeds. Yeah. Um I would I wish I could have captained a Crawley player myself at the weekend that would have been good but unfortunately they're not in FPL Um, I've mentioned Crawley because they're uh, they're nearish where I was born nearish my home team
2: you're claiming that one it was was close enough
1: I was was watching those three games on uh, the BBC Uh, there was Chelsea playing Man City and but it was Leeds Crawley I went to even when it was a bit boring in the first half just because when the camera kept panning up I was thinking oh I know that road oh I know that and uh, yeah. you know I knew the ground and it was quite it was quite nice and um, yeah ended up being being the key tie really so yeah. well well done Crawley there move, move oh
2: yeah they were they were brilliant they,
1: they were very good uh, moving on to Seb's team oh, um sixty seven um so yeah doing doing well for the benefit of those listening on the podcast you got um, Sanchez. Uh, Cancelo Robertson Kilman De Bruyne 13 points Grealish 7 Son captain with 26 Fernandes with 10 Calvert-Lewin Watkins and Manford so all, all the twos up front but um the thing that really grabbed me it was it was Sucek on the bench because due to my rubbish bench I've I've been fielding Sucek every every goddamn week <laughs> so I I can claim that I'm I know I'm in love with him and I play him all the time um but um just do it because my bench is so bad, but yeah. I thought you a quite a normal FBL manager in that, yeah, you're gonna bench him sometimes, and sometimes he's fine. Oh, getting...
2: I know, I know, I know you're often a fan of not having too much on the bench, and uh, <laughs> I'd probably normally follow that, but yeah. I've had him because yeah, he filled in healthy for fixtures in the past, and we have needed that first slot a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so and naturally, he's first on my bench and doesn't come on. I considered playing him over one of my strikers, but mm. I I looked at all the stats, I looked at um, you mm. know, Cavett Learns attacking yeah. and West Ham's attack, uh, West Ham's defense, mm. Aston Villa, etc. And I think Suchek had two shots right at the end, basically in a row. Scored yeah. off one of them. It didn't fall in my favor, but I would make that decision again. Mm. Maybe what I need to do is actually get him in the team. But I made uh, my one transfer was similar to or the mm. same as one of Garams, which is Salah de Son, captain mm. Son. That came off nicely. Um, similar to how you say, I thought yeah. Son was probably one of the best weapons against yeah. Leeds that we have in the league. Mm. And it probably would have come off even better if we didn't have all the fixture nonsense now, but yeah. such is the way of this season.
1: Yeah, it's worked out worked out quite well. But one of those things, as we say, saying, trying to control the chaos and both of you getting Son in, if you're not free-hitting, it's worked out very well because they have a game. Um, before we come on to that, um, here's my team. So I got 62. pretty reasonable with that, but obviously now as it's left, it's fallen me to be last <laughs> picked. Um, and small red arrow, just in, outside the top million still. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with uh, Kane, who I captained for twenty-four points, Fernandez, and I played Suchek as I always do. So I had McCarthy, so I was playing with ten players because McCarthy didn't play, Southampton. Um unfortunately he had a he had a, he had a COVID to um test himself, so um that's not happening. Justin Stones Kufau Suchek Mane Fernandez, who was my vice captain Salah, Calvert Lewin. Kane like captains and Bamford um on my bench I have Mitchell who's, who's come back into the fold so I'm quite pleased about that it's quite timely um but what's of great interest to me looking at this this team is because I haven't really looked at this for about a week because I'm free hitting so for the last week I've had a free hit team in front of me and playing around with that now I can't really play around with this one so I'm gonna I'm gonna come into this lot <laughs> back into this lot in game week 19 um, of which I plan to triple captain and have a good number of double game week players so I haven't been caught out by any changes with my bench boost but anyway more of that when we come to that back on the scout cast later in the week for game week 19 um, moving on to game week 18 which is the key thing really all oh, these two guys Kane and Son they're the <laughs> they're the ones. so they were due Spurs were due to play Villa which was a sort of hmm, can't, can't quite call that type of tie um, so I did in my free hit draft keep Kane who I had money invested in and I had Son so I actually had Kane and Son anyway because I just thought they're so well owned they're so good <laughs> and I know Villa Villa's defence is quite good but you know I still think I might better get something but it turns out that that game's been cancelled but it's swiftly has been replaced by an even better tie it's Spurs against Fulham and that's at home. And Spurs are as prepared as they were for a midweek game, admittedly against Villa. But Fulham have just been like, here you go, lads, off you go. Um, so they've come back from their own COVID um, nightmare, really, which is swept across across their team and and, and coaching staff. Um, so now they've come into playing a midweek game. And as a result, in game week 19... Their Friday night clash with Fulham with Chelsea has been moved into the Saturday, so that's how they've managed to accommodate that. So hard luck, Scott Parker, you got a game on Wednesday, and it's against Spurs, who are good. <laughs> so that's the big change, really. Um, and so looking at that, I think we've had lots of questions about about free hitting. I've just so many questions. So hopefully we're going to address them all um, about free hitting, non-free hitting, maybe free hitting. I think we've got all bases covered here in terms of what we're all doing and thinking for for Game Week 18. So I'm just going to mention FPLT, John FPL, Comrade K and there's many, many more. So thanks a lot for all your questions. So hopefully we'll we'll get through them. Um, I think we've covered the latest news there. There is a limited number of fixtures. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up my team and I'll just briefly talk about what I'm doing and then we can sort of have some questions around that and find out what you two guys are doing too so here's my team, this is my free hit team which um, I tweaked a bit today, um, so I have got a Lloris in goal I would like the look of the Spurs defence a lot, I would especially like it against the Fulham side that just found out they're playing them rather than the Villa side with Jack Grealish in it so Lloris in goal, I've gone for for value and because I think I'll get points, Cancelo and Stones Man City, Manchester City double up, already had Stones so um, he comes in quite cheap for me. I think he's gone up a couple of uh, a couple of uh, 0.2 million, I think, when I got him. I've got Tierney. I love the look of Tierney. I mean, he's got everything. Goals, assists, bonus, clean sheets. Um, I really like Tierney. If, if Arsenal concede, I've still got Tierney. And so you never know what's going to come. I've switched to a 3-4-3. I had a 3-5-2. Um, the news of the Spurs game the more favourable Spurs game cemented for me getting Son in I've got De Bruyne who I'm going to captain that hasn't changed Fernandez, Saka who's great value at Arsenal and up front I've got Lacazette Wilson who takes on to Sheffield United and I've got Kane and Kane's my vice captain at the moment he could end up being my captain that's the decision to make The other main decision I had was essentially Rashford and a far worse bench. And if you look at my bench now, it's pretty bad. But believe me, it can get worse. Or Lacazette and a bench that's actually, you know, I've got at least one or two players there. So on my bench, I've got Sanchez. Uh, Yes, he plays for Brighton. Yes, he's got Man City. But yes, he'll probably get save points. And yes, he actually plays. We've got Clark, who I really like at Newcastle. Actually, so if any of my players are out, I'm, I'm quite happy for, for Clark against Sheffield United to come in. I've got Mitchell, who's now back playing, and yes, he's playing Arsenal. But hopefully, I'm not going to have to get get into my bench. And Stevens, my uh, Dale Stevens, my old favourite at Burnley. Uh, if you need a 4.3 midfielder, he's your man. But previously, it was even worse than this. It was it was something along the lines of uh, Davis at Aston Villa, who's not gonna play, obviously. Um Mitchell was my best sub and Barry Douglas who's three point eight. So I'd gone Douglas deep on that bench and that was that was a deeper than I've ever I've ever dreamed of. You know, that's impossible. that's science fiction stuff. So so this is at least kind of Clark and Mitchell Stevens I might get points. I may get points out of them. But yeah I like I like the look of this. Um, so that was the decision I made. Um,
2: just going back, do, do you to, oh, do sorry. you feel you've got you know you've talked through your bench there? Mm. Do you expect and/or feel you'll need them? Would you would what, you consider even I don't know if you can get cheaper? Would you? Consider I don't even think I'm going further? to
1: need them in terms of rotation because we have the benefit of looking at the FA Cup uh, squad sheets, and so um, yeah, Tierney did play there, but Tierney's superhuman and Scottishly superhuman. he is an advert for an entire nation. Um, So um, I'm I'm fairly confident there. I've got Clark there. I wanted a really good first sub just in case. And I do like Sheffield United defence and especially at set pieces, he could get an attacking return as well. I like the fact that that Mitchell's come back. I mean, it's a typical FBL manager that's been playing for a long time. I'm more concentrated on who we're going to get on my bench than I am in the main (laughs) team. But I wanted to get as much... Money and a much as much quality and points potential, and and my biggest my biggest um, dilemma really was Lacazette or Rashford. I still, I mean, Rashford was in my original draft. I think he is a great option. I think they could do well at Burnley, um, but I did prefer Lacazette, and he is a million cheaper as well. Did
2: you consider Martial? And no, no, <laughs> no I've had,
1: I no, I had Marshall at the beginning of the season. I'm just not going. Yeah. I'm just, I've just been, been and done, been done that. Not going to go there. Uh, that's for that's for other managers. But I had a look at the stats, um, I looked at the last four matches uh, they played, uh, and in terms of expected goal involvement, Rashford is expected to be involved in 1.6 goals. Lacazette 2.7, much higher terms of big chances in total, Lacazette 5, Rashford 3. In terms of goals, Lacazette 4, Rashford 2. And their expected goal non penalty, Lacazette trumps Rashford again there, 1.86 to 1.37. In terms of shots on target, Lacazette trumps Rashford. Um, Yeah, in terms of chances created, Lacazette's created 4, Rashford just the 1. Minutes per goal attempt in the box, final one. Lacazette he's firing in a shot in the box every 27.1 minutes Rashford every 37.9 minutes so I factored that in I also factored in um you know the the opposition as well um on our captaincy video last week I did with David he was pointing out the expected goal prevention stats which are great for goalkeepers Nick Pope is amazing he prevents a lot of goals so whatever you look at with Burnley's stats uh, or their, who they're playing, it's got Nick Pope in. And Nick Pope will save shots that other goalkeepers might not. In contrast, I always thought that Guita was a great goalkeeper for Palace. But I've been mistaken.
2: He's awful. He's hardly he was preventing. La- last season, he was top of those tables. Yeah, And this now season, he's near the bottom, which is an interesting yeah, exactly, reversal. exactly. Now he's near the I bottom. Would, I would argue it could almost be down to defence rather than goalkeeper Go- Because... One of the reasons we see Pope often near the top and you go, well, why aren't Edison and Allison and, mm. and the good goalkeepers at the top? I'd say the only caveat with expected goals prevented is it's not a ratio. So yeah. if you concede more shots, you are likely to make more saves. If you don't yeah. concede many shots, you're going to make fewer saves. Yeah. So if you can be bothered to go into the fantasy stats on uh, mm. on the fantasy football scout website and look at the members area, you could perform a little bit of a maths and do some division there and work out a ratio, which would give you probably a, Not a truer Mm. indication, because as well, the good thing about expected goals prevented is we do get points for saves. So we do Mm. want goalkeepers that make saves, you know, Mm. numerically more than someone else. But you're always going to see the goalkeepers for the, say, poorer sides, but good goalkeepers at the top of those tables. Yeah.
0: It's definitely a mix of both combinations, um, uh, as you said, Seb. But what I think is, uh, take for example, Sheffield United goalkeeper, Dean Henderson. Mm. He had i think the highest or the second highest ex- expected goal is considered prevented um and the team has not changed they just replaced him with ramsdale and the, the the difference is is massive they haven't had the clean sheet for like 17 games zero clean sheets this mm-hmm. season so it's definitely
2: yeah and i it, mean it, ramsdale was like yeah ramsdale I mean, was poor last season yeah it's a, it's a surprising as you as you say they're brilliantly like mm. i'm kind of amazed maybe they missed out on a target that they yeah. selected Ramsdale to replace Henderson because it was clear to see Henderson was making those saves, and you know, a bit like the Bernie Nick Pope mm-hmm. thing, some of them were low percentage. But Ramsdale was not an impressive shot stopper last year, and he's mm-hmm. the one they selected. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we get just going back to that that dilemma there. So um, if if other people have dilemmas about other players, um, and you're looking at all sorts of different factors, um, the expected goals preventing the quality, essentially, the quality of the goalkeeper they're facing. Is a fairly a fairly obvious thing to look at, really, that is often neglected. But it is great um, when you um, can can make that decision, you know, based on those goalkeepers. And it's great when you, it's great if you support a team like Burnley and you've got a goalkeeper like Nick Pope mm. there, because um, you can be safe in the knowledge that so he's going to be um, saving a lot of goals that perhaps Burnley ordinarily would concede. And as we saw last season, when Joe Hart came in, they did indeed concede much more. Nick Pope came in, they did indeed tighten up again. So that's my, that's my decision there. Um, I've got most bases covered. The Wolves and Everton game, we're going to talk a bit about that later, but I still can't quite call that. Um, and I like, um, I think, yeah, Rashford is is the sort of main omission really, but I feel I've got everything covered. I feel I've got a lot of players I like. <laughs> I feel I've got a lot of teams I think are very attacking in good fixtures, as well, um, there's one. I mean, I, I guess one to pick holes one criticism is be, a lot of people say, Oh,
2: that's very template, that's a very template free oh. hit side. And um, I hate I, that I, because I mean, that's oh, we could probably talk about this all day. That's uh, when you look at your team, you do go, Oh, that looks like all the ones I yeah. see on Twitter, yeah, with such a small pool of fixtures. <laughs> yeah. I would argue that this is the wrong week to differentiate because yeah, I want to get a bit like uh, captaincy if yeah. if if Kane, Son, mm. obviously. Kevin De Bruyne, Bruno Fernandes, all have a brilliant fixture. The maybe anticipated points difference between yeah. them is smaller. So, yeah. cool, cool, go for it. If this week, for example, I know we've got a couple now, but De Bruyne was the only option, don't be different, go for De Bruyne. Oh. You could extend that to team selection. Yeah. Realistically, I was messing around um, earlier with uh, Gianni, just looking at teams, and you kind of have to try quite hard to be different. Oh, maybe yeah. a little sterling pick is something you want to look at, especially if you look into the stats. He is above De Bruyne. But otherwise... You got to cover those bases because there are no alternatives. There it's, isn't like a, a Mo Salah to put in here and and maybe compete with De Bruyne. Exactly. Most but, most it, people,
1: you know, aren't on Twitter, so you're seeing a very small percentage. Most people won't free here. One of the at one point this week, one of the biggest people, uh, players they were getting in was Suchek. He's not even playing. This is the sort of manager you're up against. Um, so, so if you're looking the, at like a of loads I'm of, loads losing of to. yeah, if you look like loads <laughs> of template teams you're seeing in Twitter, great. <laughs> they've got lots of good players in and they're probably quite engaged. So yeah, if you're following that minority, then... Um, I, then think, I think
2: that's such a good point. We see a bit like we mentioned earlier on, you're on Twitter, you see people doing all a similar thing and that can have two effects on you. You know, safety and numbers. Mm. Oh, everyone's doing it. Therefore, I should do it like playing the free mm. hit. Yeah. Take a second to think about that. But likewise, if you see everyone having, say, Lacazette, I mean, what's his ownership? It's probably below 10%. Yeah. I'd imagine it's not even close for... And this week it'll go up maybe because of us. But realistically, if you see everyone on Twitter, the Lacazette, there are five million active players still. Mm. You need to set that aside, and it's just the biases. You know, you need to try and yeah. take it just as some information, but not the guide.
0: So, so honestly, if you still if you still get the the key players that you just mentioned, mm. you are still different. Uh, getting those four or five players combined will result in like a very low um, ownership combination. So mm. you will still be different without having different players but the combinations would be would make you would make you uh, very different
1: I just want to point out because we're getting quite a few um, comments in the live chat about Mm. um, the goalkeeper (laughs) which we were just talking about I did originally have Darlow in um, and this is a, a good point about being engaged now Dubravka came back a Newcastle defence I do like a lot, by the way. Mm-hmm. Darlow, I do like a lot. But Debravka was back. And Steve Bruce has indeed said in his press conference that he is in a fortunate position because he now has a choice to make. He's got Dubravka, he knows he's good. And he's got Darlow, he knows he's been good. Mm-hmm. So he does have a choice to be made. And that, for us FPL managers, equals uncertainty. If you're free-hitting and you are absolutely adamant you want a Newcastle goalkeeper have Darlow and Dabravka. I don't think it's a great use of money myself, but if you've got Darlow, I would have Debravka because I could not say whether gonna style is going to start. Darlow is.
2: So I think, I think long-term you're right, but I think the manager did say that it was effectively Darlow's to lose. He said something along yeah. the lines of how could I take it off him while he's playing so well? So maybe this week you're safe, but if you're using maybe. the wildcard rather than the free hit... Uh yeah you know, what, one one mistake and he's got another goalkeeper waiting
0: yeah we just or if you have a space in defense just get a defender instead of darlo or or Dubrovka. i, I don't really think that the newcastle goalkeeper will make a lot of saves because United <laughs> don't don't shoot a lot anyway exactly so to me it feels like a six pointer unless you really have three or four better defenders you might make the switch and I think, and, I
1: think yeah. I, yeah, a lot of people are eking at trying to eke out value as well. So I've kept stones in there, so I haven't got Diaz in. And Diaz is, mm-hmm. is about about a million point eight more. It's
2: five, five million or five point eight as Yeah, something.
1: So, yeah. So um that's uh, on what I bought stones for, that's nearly a million more. Um and I think I'm getting the same same deal for them at the moment. Stones and Diaz are as nailed on each other. Um, and as we've seen, Stones has actually scored recently, and we've seen Diaz score for Spain. <laughs> so you know, th- there could be a goal in there for them. So I don't think that's a big, a big move. But but I think with um, Newcastle, if you are adamant on a Newcastle defence, they they are playing Sheffield United, Clark, Fernandez, great. They could get a goal as well, and I think they're much cheaper. You could even go for Yedlin, who's four point three, I believe, if you want to go ultra cheap there. With Arsenal, I've gone for Tierney. You could indeed go for Holding as well. Um, I think he is a good option. And of course, Manchester United defence I haven't got. They're not hugely well-owned, so I don't think I'm going to no. miss that's, out. That's
2: the, that's the one I was going to mention. I yeah. just wonder if, of all the options, yeah. are they maybe the um, one well, you'd uh, want to uh,
1: in? My video, my captaincy, I did a free hit video with Andy, actually, which looked at this. And I actually had Luke Shaw in. Luke Shaw is the absolute top for, for things like chance creation there and I think mm. he's the one who if I think if they can see but they, they might get an assist I think Luke Shaw's my man there but he has gone in with a slight injury doubt I think mm. I think he should be fit
2: but there is that slight injury doubt there if, if I knew he was injured I'd be very tempted by Tellers, yeah because he would also take some yeah. pieces but I think you're right if we don't know either way don't know. it's one week you know you aren't gambling yeah. over however many weeks you've, um, got to be, you've got to be sure and so he would be the value pick there I think wan
1: basaka and uh, De, Gea, uh, uh, De Gea are good options, um, but I think that Wamba is going to get marginally more potentially because he could get an assist uh, uh, or bonus as well. I mean, De Gea might, but
0: I, I don't. Bonus do a just go yeah. for him, right?
1: <laughs> so I could still move Lloris down yeah. to De Gea, but I do. I think looking at the Spurs defense and looking at the Manchester United defense. I just, I really like the Spurs defense this season. I haven't really tapped into them too much. I think Dyer is a great option at 5.1, but I think um, for me, I couldn't, I really wanted Cancella double Man City defense. A so great value there. I really wanted Tierney, so I didn't really have room. I could go four at the back, but I didn't really want, I want a free hit. I want to, want to get as many, I want to get as many attackers as I can.
2: I see my, my potential free yeah. hit team is four at the back and one up front.
1: Yeah. So uh, we'll come to that in a minute. So, I mean, uh, everyone in the free free in the in the chat who's looking at this thinking whose team is this, this is my my free hit team here, so that's that's what I'm going with. So but we have a broad spectrum of views here, and um, now I'm going to put Karim's team up because um, Karim is not free hitting, and then we'll put Seb's team up, um, and Seb is thinking of for free hitting (laughs) seven seven's doing all things (laughs) at at once he's 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 gonna do it all um so um i'll put karen's team up so this uh, a lot of viewers or listeners will be in a similar position they'll have some really great options here but they might not better field a full 11 or they might not fit a field you know an 11 or a 10 that they're very comfortable with but um so so far you've got uh in goal, not playing. Forster's your backup. So, there's a goalkeeper down there. But then you've got Diaz. You've got um, Jamal Lewis, a Newcastle who could play. Um, you've got mm. Rob Holding. Great value. Should play. And then you've got Son. is obviously playing. Great fixture against Fulham. Fernandez, De Bruyne and Rashford. So, that's a really good midfield. That midfield alone is worth yeah. it. And then you've got Calvert-Lewin um, who is not going to play now. Um, he's injured. Bamford not playing. Adams. So, on your bench, you've got Robertson, Suchek, Kufal. So, what, what what are your plans here? Because you've got mm. you're, you're you're down a number of players, but it's not my my team. I was going into this free hit team with about four players, <laughs> and they were all rubbish. So, um, I think Kane was the only Kane and Fernandez. I had two, I had two good ones. So, for me, it was an easy choice. For you, Karen, you probably you don't need to free hit. So, what's what's your thoughts here? What's your transfer plans?
0: Yeah, I think a few, ge- few game weeks ago when uh, when we figured out how the Game Week 18 would look like, I uh, didn't fancy the free mm. Um I thought that the free chip could be used later on and I figured out a route where I can manage to get a full double Game Week team in 19 and have a decent Game Week 18 uh, with seven to eight players. Of course, that's... Uh, probably behind the doors now. <laughs> um, but I think the midfield uh, mm. takes away a lot of my um, temptation to, to free yeah. Um To me, this game, it would feel like um, what is very popular in the Netherlands where I live is a strawberry with a wiped cream. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you get a strawberry, you can eat it and you can enjoy it. And the wiped cream adds a, a further taste mm. to it. And I think if I get those strawberries, if I get the rush for the De Bruyne and the <laughs> Fernandez, the Sun, Diaz and it, I think those are really good six players to mm. have. I wouldn't count Jamal Lewis yeah. in there. Um, he, he's there. He might show up. I might sell him. I, I have no idea yeah. what my moves would be. But then if I get those six players, then with one or two more, I can get a very good side and mm. minimize the potential of the free hitters to make gains.
1: So what, um, so what do you think? Because at the moment, you've got six really good players. You've got the possibility yeah. of of Lewis yeah. coming in. And if he does play, Newcastle have got a great fixture. So so you, would you be thinking two more players? And if so, yeah. who, who would go and who would come in?
0: Yeah, I, well, I was counting on DCL to get me two more points before he goes. Um, but I wouldn't get that. So my, my thinking is actually going everywhere so i'm looking at my at my attack um i have now no one um, yeah so dcl must go I'm, I'm actually not excited by adams to own in, in the double game with 19 anyway against leicester and um Leeds. maybe maybe he can do something uh, versus Leeds, but i wouldn't count on him um the other scenario is actually um to sell robertson nice. um m- Whatever I do with those three slots, it will probably be for a Man City or a Man United uh, player because mm-hmm. I want to make sure to have a player who plays in 18 and has a double in 19 because I think now I have nine or ten double game week that's players. A, that's well, a great
1: point, that is, because those thinking yeah. 19, yeah, and I'm game week 19. Playing in game week 18, more, then a double, absolutely gold yeah. dust.
0: Yeah, with a minus four, um, I get two players with a three fixtures each that that's, should, should return, um, especially the new, with the news that uh, Mesley, the likes of Meslier, Bamford might get a single game week. I will have to make a decision. I'm not too worried about Bamford, but maybe Adams or Meslier would be mm. would be a problem by next yeah. week. Uh, so I want to be as much as 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 safe as I can with this. Um, and I think the likes of Antonio, the likes of uh, a new goalkeeper, maybe mm. um, could be could be in the cards. Or someone uh, would be released from his from his cage, Crestwood, uh, would, be, would be an option <laughs> yeah. back again. Oh, yeah. He's there, he's there waiting for his chance. Well,
1: Burnley can have loads of features coming up soon. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And in defence, I might, I might probably go for a, a Maguire or um, a Cancelo mm. or uh, Stones. One of those key players. So uh, the, the more I look at it, the more I um, resist the free hit, and... Um, mm. That the news about spurs today did not affect me in directly but actually i feel that i get some yes. advantage already because of those uh, with villa um assets might be more tempted to free hit actually so they might be forced sort yeah. of to use a chip um but i do have some anyway now i might consider a way to get cane for example uh, mm. but again i have to think about doing with 19 so yeah. i might run the rest can hope that Fulham closes down the middle, opens up the right side, and and uh, Sun Sun gets the points. Yeah, uh, but how, yeah, how I think. Tra-
2: how many transfers have you got, Karen? Uh I've got only one because. Okay, I how use, m- how many points are you willing to say? Because if you don't want to use any chips this week and next week, what would you say is an acceptable amount of points to spend on on getting in a competitive team out there? In in my in my case, I
0: think with a minus eight in total, minus four now and minus four next week, I'll be I'll be really fine. I'll be having. Up to eight, uh, six, seven, eight, eight and nine. Uh, what Eight plus Lewis, that's how I call it. Eight plus Lewis for this game week. And uh, I should be getting 11 double game week players. Nice. Um, maybe 12 as well. Um, I might do something with Meslier, for example, or Bamford. Mm-hmm. So I'll be really fine. I'll be almost full force. I think for me, game week 19 is more important to make gains and to make um, a huge upsides than game week 18. Yeah, i agree um mm-hmm. that the best I, I run my team through a lot of read my team um uh, algorithms as well just to have a, a sense of how my team is looking like how how good or bad it is and this team should be getting 42 43 points yeah. without using my transfer and the best team i could run and get was 62 and if i close down this uh gap i, sh- I should be safe i should be safe for uh compare compared to the free hitters now the free hitters will really rely on having everything works well for them like yeah. a clean sheet for a newcastle lacazette to score um saka to return and, and the odds of all of them to happen is relatively low but possible because the yeah. pictures are too good so that's that's what i think of and um yeah I, I might be 15 points down the free hitters but there is a chance i can make it up or even more at Later stage, if this case continues, if game week 29 turns out to be having a lot of options, then could be a possibility. It's do. true, but I think.
2: If we like... would oh, please do,
1: no, I was just going to say that's a really important factor there for those thinking about using the free here. It's not necessarily not using it now, it's when you do use yeah. it. And you mentioned yeah. game week 29 is another blank game week, we don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. Um, but it could pan out quite favourably yeah. for a free hit then, and it, it's also yeah. it's a game where you don't have to worry about. Um, I will probably wild card before game week twenty six, which is a double double game week. There will be other mm-hmm. double game weeks scattered around, and um, I'm sort of got my blinkers on about game week twenty nine, going oh, yeah. I don't wanna know. But when it comes to it, I'll probably sit there and I think God, I wish I had a free hit chip, and then yeah. and Karen will come in on Twitter saying Hey everyone. Um, and then everyone go, oh, we haven't got that left anymore. We haven't got that good team you've got. So, yeah, I think you're right. Well, so that's, the that's, thing that's, is- that's,
2: that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. People people want to want to act now. Maybe later there's an advantage to yeah. be gained. The same, the same yeah. advantage. I think the way and- Karam thought about there is mm-hmm. really interesting. It's the, if you can think probabilistically, I'm going to maybe sacrifice what? In this week with the free hitters and next week with, say, bench boosters, yeah. you might lose 30 points on them. Can you make those thirty points later? I'd say that's probably quite a good number to aim for. Can you maybe mm. then in the weeks in between, because you can set yourself up for those, whereas maybe the other yeah. people can't as much, if you can just edge that above and you're winning by 10 points, I think you come out up.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it's it really comes down to what you what do you expect what you expect from the freehead. To me, twenty net points from my original team would be an acceptable target. Mm-hmm. And so if I know already that with the players I have the free hit will be probably about three, four spots. Mm-hmm. So if these three spots will make up 20 points, I will, I will, I will do the free hit now mm-hmm. and, and take the points and run away. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't matter whether I do it now or I do it later on. The most important part is that the chip itself retains me 20 points. And that's something people have to, to think about as well. Will the free hit team gain mm-hmm. X amount of points that satisfy me? compared to the original team. In your case, Joe, you said you have three, four players. So oh, I had hardly anyone. Hits. I had seven.
1: I had Kane, seven Fernandez times two, it's 14 points up. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I look at that team and it felt quite nice when you said 20 points up. And I was thinking, well, I should do because I only had like three credible, three or four credible players. I think I had six mm. in total. I would have had to have played Mitchell. Um, and that would have yeah. been it. And I would have had to have taken hits to get up to something near, near seven or eight. And yeah, so I I, I know that uh, that I'll do better, even if they just show up, <laughs> I'll just do better.
2: And that's a, that's a good example of how there isn't a perfect way to play this. It's going to depend on yeah. how you're currently uh, set and on. how you see the future unfolding. It's an interesting comparison looking at your team, Karam and your Joe's, mm. because it's almost you were talking about the strawberries now, which I love. That's great. Yeah. But yeah. the you know where where would Joe expect to get his points from? I mean, Karen's got Karen's got the points. You know, sort De Bruyne, Fernandez, Rashford, son. So you know where you're saying. You are going to end up down on points, yeah. but if you didn't have De Bruyne, you'd probably end up down more. You've I, I got Bruyne, the biggest source no of some, points covered. Um,
1: you know, I was I was quite invested yeah. in, in getting oh. a good double game week side out, so you know it hasn't hasn't worked out well for game week eighteen. So, but mm-hmm. I knew this I knew this weeks ago. So for me, it was an easy decision, easy decision weeks ago, mm-hmm. easy decision now um, for Karen, I think it's a tougher decision. But I think he's making mm-hmm. the right one myself so I
0: think I, I think, think the only down the biggest downside for me is I'm gonna probably lose my cup tie next game week if they mm. <laughs> if the opponent free hits or so but for the bigger picture I think I think I'll be better off and that's 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 how you play the odds um yeah. you run the probabilities you do the research and you make your choice I think I think this is the most interesting part of FPL in in a long time I've I've seen the chaos is happening here is <laughs> really makes a difference that everybody should deal with the team as as it is i mean it's very much uh, team dependent um there is nothing right or wrong we have we are three here and everybody's doing probably different approach so that's that's a great fun of it.
1: Well, there's two segues here. You mentioned the chaos. So Seb's. We'll put Seb's team up. And, and it's partly chaos because you've sent me a lot of pictures. So I'm hoping I've got one <laughs> which reasonably yeah. um, puts up your um, your thoughts. And also uh, Gobbery in the live chat was saying show us Seb's team. So here we go. <laughs> I think now what what have Wait, we got which, here? Which, which, one, which one have you got? Well, from I here? shall read it out and then you can tell me at sort of what stage in your thinking you're at. Because you may well be where lots of people are out thinking, shall I free hit? Shall I not? What do I do? So you've got, mm-hmm. um, so in, in goal, you've got Steer and Sanchez. So you've got the Brighton goalkeeper playing. Um, you've got Diaz, Robertson, and Cancelo. Uh, Eric Dyer, Kilman. Oh, okay. Um, and then you've got a, a, across the middle, you've got Grealish, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Son, and Suchek. Um, so obviously Suchek's not playing. Um, you've got calvert Lewin not playing, Bamford not playing, Watkins not playing. So you've got no attack. Um yep. you've got you've got a nice three in midfield and, and is a bonus. Yeah, and a, and a pretty is, good defense actually.
2: I, I think I think this is quite I don't think this is the perfect screen charger. I think this is quite nice to sort of tell the story of my last few weeks. Yeah, I so, my current team, as you will have seen in the points, has eiling instead of BS. Wow. I if I, I spoke, I think the last time I was on the Scout cast, but yeah. definitely with Jani at the weekends, just about our thoughts on how we'd approach this period. And as each week has gone, I've gone from not knowing what I was doing to going, okay, I will set myself up for 18 and then I will free hit in 19 Mm. to get a bunch of double gaming points and still have a wild card, still have bench beat triple captain for later. Mm. And then as fixtures moved around, especially the city one, it became apparent that my team was set up perfectly for 18 and 19 and using no chips or Mm. maybe a triple or bench boost as I wanted. Now that was perfect. And then of course, you know, I got lucky and I got unlucky, which is Mm. the way of this season. We changed some more fixtures and I would now argue I am set up probably for neither. I'm kind of in between Probably a little behind Karam in terms mm. of being able to hold the players, but not quite in your situation, Joe. So mm. what you've got on screen here mm. is probably my original plan: do wow. link to Diaz or Stones. That would be my 18 team, and then for 19, I would do Son back to Salah and Cawthorn down, which would facilitate it probably mm. to Antonio. And then I might spend a few points on a goalkeeper Martinez if they had that triple. I'd have to give to a Steer, of course, but I'm happy to spend points going into a big upside oh. week like that. Of course, now that's pretty different. And I am not sure. My first instinct was free hit, like I'm sure many people's was. And I think that would do me well this week. But the possible issue with the free hit is I will lose my transfer from this week, which I need not just for 19, but to set me up going forwards. I can solve the DCL problem, of course, but realistically, is he going to get me any more than two points? If he's only getting two or zero, I'm not too fussed about it. I also have two Villa players in Watkins and Grealish. If I free hit them out, I'll still have them again in 19, which is all good until they maybe don't have a double. And then maybe I don't want them. I can't put out 11 double game weeks like I wanted. So the thing I've actually arrived at not only an hour ago is starting to think about should I wildcard. Now, I've not built this team. If I were to wildcard this week, can I effectively put me back to where I started? Yes, I use a chip, but I could set a team up for 18 and 19, save the free hit for later, still got the option of a bench boost or a triple captain in 19 and maybe, maybe come out net up so you're using Karam system of, you know, where am I going to be with points? I'm not sure. I need to give it some thoughts. So uh, I know we spoke about a free hit team earlier as well. I don't know if you've got that. I'd happily talk to yeah, no, the you, moment.
1: If you were free hitting then looking at your yeah. team now, you have got three, a good, really good three in midfield. Um, You've got a good three defenders. So you've got a great okay. six. So if you were to free hit, I presume most of those would stay and then you'd be looking at getting five five good players in.
2: Yeah, so the free hit team, I uh, mentioned it, probably be a 4-5-1. So I'd have Cancelo mm-hmm. Dyer obviously still got Kilman, he may become Mitchell to some money, they'd sit on the bench. Mm-hmm. I'd want the other City defender, which I was going to do anyway in Diaz or Stones, mm-hmm. and I'd probably be in Tierney. Okay. I'd change my goalkeeper, let's say De Gea, just to get into that defence. Mm-hmm. Then in midfield, yep, still got Fernandez, Son and De Bruyne. I may add Rashford to that. Mm-hmm. Although you've tempted me with Lacazette. If I could do that switch, it's easy, yeah. which would be 4-4-2. I like Saka. His stats, I think we'll come yeah. to this later, are better than Lacazette's. Yeah. I would want him. If I'm free-hitting, I want him. He's cheap. Why wouldn't I? Up front, if I do have Rashford, it would just be Kane. I mm-hmm. would sit um, Brewster on the bench quite happily. He'll mm-hmm. come in get me one or two points. But I want to get that money in the team if I'm free-hitting. yeah. yeah.
1: And so you would go with someone like Davis um, as your sort of non-playing yeah. striker. Yeah,
2: just cheap, yeah. forget about them. I yeah. don't need to go that deep.
1: Your version of my Dale Stevens, <laughs> um, although he might get a point. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can see, I can see um, why you would do that as well. If you were wildcarding though, what players would you be getting? You presumably you would be looking to target City and United because. They're like gold Dust. They play game week 18 and good fixtures, and they've got a double game week 19. Um, and, they, and they've got good fixtures coming out of it as well. So you're wildcarding
2: for the long term. Um, yeah, so I right think... I've, not, I've probably not given this enough thought to, to put a team through yet. It was probably only about an hour before we started this. I was cool. like, maybe I could do that. I, I think you've nailed it, right? You get, the, you get the big boys that we believe... Of course, we don't know what will be called off, but we believe City, Man United... Yeah maybe a bit of Arsenal, just going forward to carry me through. Mm. And then I can spend some points to transfer in other people. I'd specifically be looking at the longer term as well. So while Villa aren't playing now, I want to have a transfer plan for them because we now know they've got two fixtures outstanding. Mm. City have got one outstanding. I want to, If I'm using that wildcard now, I need to be able to get in those players that are going to have more fixtures in the future.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's a lot to deliberate because we you've sort of got, gone through all the different scenarios you could do. <laughs> Not mm. free hit, not free hit, wild cards. I mean, you know, we've, we've got all the options there. If,
2: I, if I'm completely honest, if I don't know halfway through tomorrow, whenever the deadline is, should probably find that out, keeps changing. I may just stick. I think I could yeah. do more damage by rushing into a bad decision, especially yeah. a wild card where if you do a wild card in two hours, I don't know if that ever ends well for anyone. Well, as I know as a
1: journalist, if in doubt, leave out. So if you don't know the facts, don't mm. just make it a fact up and put it in. Uh, love it yeah, but, um, yeah. so that
0: uh, is are you, yeah, very, are you works closer, well seb are you closer to use any chip or not i, I mean I, it feels like you are like 50 50 between well one third each for the three decisions <laughs> exactly are you, you just, you're not as close to any choice of um where do you see it, so because honestly the, the team you have now is very well set up for game week 19 so if you want a wild card you're gonna probably wildcard for the 18 because you are almost have a full team for 19, so it demolishes a lot of value of the wildcard if you do so. Free head could be something, uh, but maybe I'm, I'm I'm very conservative in this period of time. But I still think you can get away without using any chip to be honest, especially that you are in doubt. You, you still it's, don't know.
2: It's Aston Villa for me. It's the yeah. now now we don't want them, but we will want them. And my um, wild. Well, if I free hit it, I still have them. Mm. If I wild card, I probably don't. Mm. They're, in, you know, they're a good we, team. We We've seen that in the stats, and we know they're going to get more fixtures. They don't have we, them now, but they'll get yeah. them in the future.
0: And we don't even know who are the players. Um, who are the players who tested positive, and uh, for how long they would be mm. absent for? Because it can be exactly. ten days; it could be longer. So it's you will run like a risk of that Aston Villa player to show up in a double game week or so. Especially that one of them is against City. I don't know.
2: If I, if I had to. If I had to to make the decision now, I would probably go a bit closer to Karim and take a few hits. You know, maybe I can fix, you know, the Villa or or I think DCL would go because I don't want him long. He would have gone anyway. I may take a couple of hits and sort the team out for next week. Do again, take a couple of hits again for 19 and just carry those and go, okay, I've taken maybe even up to 12 points. I've taken that as a hit but now I have a wild card and a free hit to make 12 points in the future. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the last thing I'd love to turn it is the thing I really like, and we've done this traditionally mm. harder this season is that wildcard bench boost free hit combination. Mm. You can turn a season around with that.
1: Mm. Well, I'm, I'm looking to do the wildcard bench boost in 24, five, six, whenever that is, um, And hopefully that'll pan out because I think a lot of people are going to fan out if Leeds and Southampton aren't playing and they plan to bench boost in game week 19, they're they're looking at, they're not looking at at as good a bench boost as they thought. They're looking at single match players and you might as well play that whenever, Mm -hmm. when there's better fixtures. So... I think a lot of people might switch their attention to a triple captaincy chip. Before we look at some Game Week 18 differentials, we've got some questions on that. Just wanted to sort of tie up our thoughts with Game Week 18 we think of captaincy. So, um, if you want to see my thoughts, um, I went on the captaincy video with David. It's on the Fantasy Football Scout channel. Both uh, myself and him at that point were well, on Kevin De Bruyne. I have not wavered from that. Um, Kane is my vice-captain, I think he's a very good option against Fulham, but KDB against Brighton, Brighton's so porous at set-pieces, I really like the expected goal involvement of De Bruyne on set-pieces with penalties as well, um, Fernandes is is another option, so for me, De Bruyne, um, Karen, uh, who, who's your, your captain?
0: it's very much 50 50 really between Ooh. bruno and um, and kdb i think Burnley played 120 minutes um, yesterday mm-hmm. there was or the day before and they already played around seven eight of the best players and united have rested most of the um, key players yeah. i do fancy it i, I yeah they, on the other hand it's exactly what you said about Brighton defense. Um KdB is, is also an option. So it's gonna draw until the last minute. If, if I hear Nick on
1: then I'm my
2: probably gonna switch. Yeah.
0: yeah. And my best captain is, is Bruno at the minute. Yeah.
2: to uh, So between KDB and Fernandez, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. And, I will and, not grow and anywhere. Seb, who who would you captain? KDB. Um, yeah, okay. The the top the Tottenham assets were I think a good choice for leads because mm-hmm. of the way the two teams play. Fulham won't play like us. I think there'll be fewer chances for Saison who I have. And mm. therefore, Kane. Yeah. Um. Between between De Bruyne and Fernandez, I prefer the De Bruyne fixture. Yeah. And I prefer De Bruyne stats, as I think I've probably championed a few times. In you the have. Past.
1: You have. And and, and, we, and we we relayed them on the the video. So for for more on that, um, do have a look back at that video. My views have not changed in a week on that um so yeah he's still there so let's have a look at some differentials so what i'm going to do is i'll I'll, um i'll ask i'll ask both of you to um i'll take it in turns to to read out some questions so um so basically for free hitters and non-free hitters alike and those who are just free hits curious um week 18 offers up a raft of exciting differentials i think to consider um but we have lots of questions on the community on these um so karen um we have a question from capital fpl um about your yeah. team
0: city what's he saying yeah uh capital FL is asking aside from kdb um is the lower on city attack a better bet for the points over their defense um for other city places in our team um so uh, there are a few notes here of course um, um Kansela, we know that he's now owned by 13 percent. diaz by 10 uh, but the attack is owned by uh, much lower mm. uh, starting at 5.6 jesus is one percent uh, he's he's just he's just back from his um uh, COVID illness mm. and grunderland is also about two percent yeah. so uh, we've we've seen that the city defense is looking much stronger than ever um and a lot of people uh, and managers are considering double defense so um i'll be back to you joe mm. um who do you prefer the double attack or double defence well, especially on a free hit so you a free, look for one so, week pant. so it's so, on a
1: free hit so I'm looking at value I've got you know a, a budget and yeah. I want to get a, and there's lots of good teams here and of course City are one of them with a great yeah. fixture um, so, mm-hmm. what I've got up on the screen here is I went to the Rate My Team computer at Fancy Little Scout and I keyed in uh, Man City players, game week 18. You know, who's going to score the most? So, they're yeah. undoubtedly acknowledging De Bruyne is in a hell of a lot of teams. You know, I'm taking his red. You know, he's not a differential now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sterling is coming out top, he's expected to get 6.26 points. De Bruyne, 6.21. And then you're looking at the defence there Cancelo, 4.47 quite far ahead of Mares at 3.98 and Diaz and Stones yeah if Mares plays um <laughs> so looking at that yeah. um I look at the you've got to look at the price as well so Sterling you know with and De Bruyne you're looking at you know looking at uh, 11 12 million and then you're looking at the likes of Stones who's around 5 million you're looking at Cancelo who's just a bit more than that Diaz 5.8 I think he is now um so in terms of value you can essentially get you, you can essentially get two cancellos for the price of, of a Sterling. And so I just look at, you know, I want to get Arsenal attacking coverage. I want to get um, Spurs attacking coverage now, Manchester United attacking coverage as well. I, one of my drafts in my head had Sterling and De Bruyne and Cancelo. Um, but it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just too much value tied up in a game where I think Man City would do well. Um I think some people might want to go Sterling instead of De Bruyne. So if you want to ultra differential, bear in mind, free hitting is being a different. There's 7 million people, they are not all going to be free hitting. So if you're free hitting and you've got De Bruyne a captain and you've got, you know, 11 good players, you're different already. Mm. But if you want to be even more different, get Sterling in instead of De Bruyne, um, possibly get both in. But for me, I just, I like the value of it. Um,
2: even I think though, I think if you're yeah. choosing between the two of them, we're seeing there if 6.21 yeah. and 6.26, well, that's not, not enough for me to go for Sterling, right? Round no. down to six for both of them. Yeah, doesn't matter which one you owned, you got six points.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so that, that's what I look at there. And um, I, I got some other stats and up on the screen. Just,
2: just. Uh, oh, got sorry. On that list, out of interest, um, I don't no, see for, on the list. Did he appear? No. Yeah. Um, I, so it,
1: expecting arrest.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, expecting arrest. Bear in mind, I did actually do these figures. Um earlier today they may have been updated since but as far as we know like every week with Foden will he play and the rain my team mm. computer says blah, blah, in computer language <laughs> yeah. uh, which means he's going to be low down no matter what we think Foden's capable of if he's not on the pitch mm. he can't it's a it. funny
0: story with him if he does tremendously good in, in the cup or the Carabao Cup or so, it doesn't give him a guarantee to start the next game
2: now, well, enough. I've
1: got got yeah. some more figures up on the screen here, this is looking... He, he, play,
2: he played all 90 in the week yeah. in the mm. other weekend in the Cup I mean, so did Mahrez, so arguably if you're going by minutes, neither of them are probably going to yeah. start, yeah. and Aguero I think is out well, for 10 days, isn't he? Well, There COVID. are some
0: talks about Sterling maybe injured, so if, if this is for real, then it might give one of the wingers a chance, especially for them, because he's more capable to play on the left and maybe Torres is not fully fit to start again,
1: so... Maybe, maybe not, as always.
2: All of this just makes me think De Bruyne and two defenders. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah is,
1: this, this is the way I'm going for But I, do, I don't I do think you need to be massively different. But if you do want to be, Sterling is an option. Mm. The, the the figures that went up on the screen here show that De Bruyne um, has created 14 chances and 13 goal attempts. He's expected to be involved in 3.31 goals over the last four matches. So he is top of all of those metrics there. Sterling is um, second in terms of chances created. Created nine, seven goal attempts. Expected to be involved in just under three goals. And then you've got Gundogan. So if you want to be different and you want to go against the template that you're seeing on Twitter, Gundogan, 5.4, he's created eight chances. He's had 10 goal attempts. He's only five, I'll say that again, 5.4 million. So if you're looking at value and you're looking at a differential there, Gundogan's the one. Foden, will he start? Will he not? I don't know. But his expected goal involvement is 1.68 over the last four, mainly because he hasn't been on the pitch. So he's created seven chances and six goal attempts. And we can see there Cancelo is still a great option. Seven chances created, five goal attempts. Jesus, 9.1, five chances created. 5 goal attempts jesus 9one 5 chances created five goal attempts look at the difference in price Gundogan is a f- is double the man that jesus is and um yeah in terms of the price uh mares will he play Bernardo silva torres you name them these are the sort of will they play if they play you never know Bernardo silva got a did well in the cup during the during uh, the weekend if he's on the pitch he could well get a brace against brighton but if he's not on the pitch yeah. he can't obviously so yeah there's my thoughts on it um i'm just looking at value. I I think I'm being different enough as it is having three City players.
2: Yeah, fair enough. And I think fair
0: enough about
1: you,
2: look, Seb. Looking at Gundogan there, I think that segues nicely into our next a uh, couple of questions here together, Joe. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we can do one, or I think they sort of tie in together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, you, yes, tie these,
1: because both both about the same team.
2: And mm-hmm. so maybe um, maybe looking at Gundogan, I think there's another player for a similar price who could be an answer. So mm-hmm. we have a question from Chips and Chops. Are the low-aimed Arsenal assets worth holding on to for those not free-hitting? And from FBL, I think that's Weissan rather than Wilson. Mm-hmm. Tierney, Holding and Saka look mm-hmm. to offer great value. Or should we opt for the tried and tested assets like Aubameyang? I guess for me, Saka, if you're looking at Gundogan, yeah. Saka has better stats as returned. Ooh. I'll, I'll, I'll put the stats points. up
1: on the screen. So oh, what I'm are you saying? Better stats. There yeah. you go.
2: I, I mean, I think when I glanced earlier, he was outperforming Lacazette of the things I want to see, uh, XGI, your shots, your chances created. Mm. And he's definitely outperforming Gundawan over a long period of time. Now, of course, this is just mm. one game week. And we know things like XG, almost any stat, right? They work better over mm. a period of time. If we're just looking at one week and trying to say, oh, so-and-so has got an XG of eight, and they've got an XG of, say, even two per game. Mm. That works great over 10 fixtures, 100 fixtures. One week, not so much. So maybe we look at, need to look at their pedigree in a bit of a long, longer period. I think Saka is more reliable there than Gundogan. Mm-hmm. And then when we're talking about people like Aubameyang, in seasons gone by, you know that high price tag is almost a comfort blanket. You think yeah. high price tag, high points. We've not seen it this year. I see, I see no real reason to spend the money on Aubameyang.
0: How much he is? I don't even know. Eleven <laughs> ele- point three. Money. There you go. Eleven point three. Okay. Uh, you've got five you've got, four million. Like more
2: down. Exactly, and you've got Rashford. You know, if that's the money you want to spend yeah. in midfield, you've got Rashford, you've got Son. Mm. We'll all have Fernandes and De Bruyne, probably. I think there's a nice opportunity here to use Arsenal as a half-decent team with cheaper yeah. assets. Yeah. Whether you hold them long-term, I'm less sure they've got good fixtures, but they have no double. Nah. So maybe it's more of one for the free hitters. Mm. So long-term, maybe Saka as a fourth or fifth mid, you're good, you just leave him there, he'll get you points. I don't know what you, yeah. do you think
1: what i've I just i mean looking at the stats we got up on the screen i'll go, I'll go back to the other shot in a second which has got answers to the question about long-term fixtures um but yeah saka you were saying is great value and could be better than gundigan um saka's 5.3 12 goal attempts and created five chances that's great yeah <laughs> um get him in uh lacazette's created four chances nine goal attempts abamiang in contrast no chances the only one he's made in well, midfield and he's created no chances for anyone and he's had six goal attempts but that's exactly the same as Martinelli 4.9 who is an yeah. injury doubt no chances, six goal attempts so yeah. is should be performing twice as good as
2: Martinelli's not and one thing on Aubameyang that I saw a little while ago is last season we saw he had quite a low XG but scored a lot of goals yeah. that classic come inside, yeah. curl it finish which mm. is great yeah. last season I believe was the first season in his entire career he has outperformed XG this season I think we're seeing him underperform or at least we're not seeing the goals Mm. despite last season him being a good finisher you could argue that he's going to need a higher XG to score the goals and right now he's not even having that many shots and no. there's a couple of other things that are worth mentioning in the, in the stats as
1: well. Tierney has created 11 chances. He is the most yeah. creative Arsenal player at the moment. 5.4 defender. So also, I often find with, with defenders like this is sort of ignore, ignore the fact where they are. I mean, the defender, midfielder, forward, whatever. It's 5.4 of chance creation there. And you might get a clean sheet as well. And he's had a couple of goal attempts. Um, Smith Rowe is interesting 4.4 yeah. um, he is an option if you can't stretch to say Saka but you want to get into that Arsenal attack created six chances couple of goal attempts 4. I really point
0: like this Smith Rowe he, he can be a fifth Argen. midfielder for you or first sub yeah. even if if you have the money to spend 4.4 yeah. he's a decent he's arguably the best first sub for a free yeah. hit team if not a fifth midfielder and yeah. he, he came on in the cup in, the, in extra time and he scored as well so he, he has the He's in form. He has the combination of goals and assists. Yeah. And I think he nailed his place now. And yeah. Just, he looks lively. I, I really like him.
1: For us FPL for us managers, you know, say who's Smith-Rowe? Oh. Just because we maybe haven't heard of him. <laughs> um, but actually, you know, we're not paying that much close attention to uh, yeah. Arsenal's, you know, UEFA Cup games. <laughs> you know, Euro- Europa League games over the last couple of seasons. Doesn't mean that he's not any good. And it doesn't mean that mm. 4.4 is actually r- massively underpriced.
2: He also brings uh, them that thing that they've maybe been missing since a mm. since a good Mesut Ozil last played, mm, yeah. which is just that person in that pocket outside the area to progress the passes, to unlock doors, yeah. even if it's second assists, whatever he's involved.
1: Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a
2: huge number of touches, but when he does, they're important. Yeah. And he was out on loan at Huddersfield, I believe, was it last season? Mm, and he was. was well, mm. he maybe came onto the stage a little too soon. We you know a couple mm. of seasons ago we saw him, but he's gone away. He's played consistently. He's put in some decent performances. And I think he's giving, you know, we saw Arteta change the team recently. Smith-Rowe and Saka, are, I mean, Saka was in it anyway, but they're a massive part of that. Yeah. They're really maybe adding yep. the thing Arsenal were missing. Even if Arsenal still aren't up there, they're not brilliant. They are turning yeah. a little corner here. They've got good fixtures as well. So that's the opportunity.
1: Mm. Hey, um, Seb, I'm just going to put this other picture up now, which has got, got their fixtures. Do you, do you want to read those out for the benefit of our podcast listeners? Just to show whether they are good to, Arsenal are good to invest in.
2: Um, so, we have in game week 18, we have Crystal Palace at home. Mm. We then have Newcastle at home in game week 19, although, of course, that would be a double for others. And then Southampton away game week 20, Man United home 21, Wolves, Aston Villa away in 22 and 23. And then finally, nice one to wrap up on you've got Leeds at home in 24. Mm. I think, you know, given a normal season, you'd probably look at that and think it's pretty promising. There's a couple of difficult ones in there, but you can see clean sheets, you can see goals. The big thing for me is, yeah, they play in 18, but they don't play in 19. Mm. So maybe well, they don't play you're a double, looking at. You mean. Don't oh, play. sorry. Yeah. Thank you for correcting me there. They don't play a double. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my mind is. Now, if you don't play a 19, yeah. don't play a double. You're, you're not worth it. If you're not in a double, you're um, not coming in. <laughs> so, so I wonder if, you know, if you, if you haven't got chips or you don't want to use them and you already have one, especially Saka, I'd say, maybe mm. a Lacazette after the recent performances, certainly hold. They'll see you through well. Though. Yeah good target for free hit. if you're targeting 19 maybe that's the scenario you think I can wait yeah I think so I'm looking at that yeah. Southampton
1: Manchester United Wolves and Villa you know there's points but I don't think there's huge points in comparison to a nice home game against Crystal Palace Newcastle and then as you mm. said 24 against Leeds and see what and I don't know what shape Arsenal are going to be in. Arsenal are a different side to what they were last season. The different side when they started the season. Um, we're talking about Smith Rowe now. I think that's the first mention we've had, and we're in game. We're coming up to game week eighteen of, our, of of him in the Arsenal setup. Who knows what shape they're going to be in in game week twenty four? It could be even more exciting. It Could be even more options there. We
2: could be talking about Martinelli being a, an absolutely nailed-on option. There and hey, we're not we're not saying they're suddenly title no. challengers. No, they have had they have had some good fixtures, and they've brought in some no. players that look to be better than what they were playing previously. There's a small upturn, which you could maybe take advantage of.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's some good options there. Um, Karen, we had a, a question about um, uh, from Tom um, about a couple of teams that we haven't mentioned much about. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, let me just, just get them here. Yeah, a um, little mention of um, Everton Wolves, our um, teams who are playing in 18 as well. Uh, Luca Dini looks to be back. Uh, Neto, Sais, Richardson could be all good options to consider. Uh, what do we think of them? Mm. Um, of course, there's a note here that uh, Everton has been uh, severely affected by, uh, without with, without having Lucas yeah. Dinia, he's now back, mm-hmm. should have helped DCL, but DCL is yeah. out for his hamstring. So what do we think of them um, um, in a free hit options? Um, we didn't talk about them really. And in a free hit teams that I saw on Twitter uh, particular, I didn't see a lot of Wolves and yeah. Everton assets. Uh, Is that a sort of like very difficult game to call? Is it a nil-nil game? What what do you reckon?
2: I Um, I mean, is it maybe the one that we're maybe a bit of both of what you said there? Both teams aren't people's favourites, both in terms of real life. I don't mean in terms of supporting, just in terms of output. Mm. And in terms of FPL, maybe we could see you know a one-one with players that aren't owned is kind of the death of every player in that game, right? And that's probably possible there may be some differences to be made there. Someone that caught my eye because he started at the weekend was James. And I know we don't have Uh DCL, which is, you know, Dean would be looking for him for the crosses. We'd expect maybe Cengtosin to come in. Uh, Richarlison, I believe, is back. Although if Sigurdsson plays, he would take penalties, I think. So just be Uh careful there. But James, so good at the beginning of the season. If he's back, does he compensate for them losing their best goal scorer because he's going to create more chances, take shots himself? Uh Does he suffer because DCL isn't there? He's maybe a little expensive for a punt this week, but I think he's worth keeping an eye on if him and Dean are back, they look a more significant mm. team, right? Yeah,
1: well, yeah. just I mean, I've got, got some more stats, um, and just it. on that subject about yeah. Luca Dean. So, what I did is, um, I went in the comparison tool on Fantasy Football Scout, um, and I keyed in Everton's game week one to nine, which is Luca Dean time. He did miss one of those matches, but broadly Luca Dean time, uh, and game weeks 10 and 17 when Dean was out injured. Um, and as we can see on the screen, um, it, according to, you know, the uh, the metrics there, there's 22 metrics where Everton are better um, than um, Everton in game week 10 to 17. So game weeks one to nine with Dean, way better than Everton in game week 10 to 17. I think we can see that the, number, the little dots on the screen there. Uh, the number of goals there. So we can see we can see where the goals are. Absolutely packed full of goals around the centre of the box. And that, what that indicates is crosses are coming in and they're meeting Calvert-Lewin and uh, Calvert-Lewin is scoring from them. Luca Dean is creating a hell of a lot of chances. And then you can see when he's without you're without him, you're also without the likes of James Rodriguez. The goals start to dry up as well. Now I can this while we thought Calvert-Lewin was playing. But nevertheless, Richarlison could play and we're talking about open play goals here and they're going to have bodies up front. They're also going to have um, perhaps defenders going up um, for set pieces or perhaps running up the pitch in terms of trying to get on the end of a cross. But Luca Dean being back is good news. And um, just just some of the metrics to show that Luca Dean could be an intriguing differential, more so when Calvert-Lewin was fit. But he could still be a good differential um, in terms of getting a clean sheets. And indeed, an attacking return. So, in terms of successful passes, the Luca Dean um, Everton, um, you're looking at um, successful passes uh, uh, a huge amount. It's like, uh, was it 457 um, in, uh, in comparison to 351? I think this is over, over, over that, over, I don't, I can't remember.
2: I think worth, I did, Worth noting as well yeah. that I guess they've lacked Hames and yeah. I think, was it Andre Gomez for a bit? Yeah. Decore this, maybe?
1: That's right. These are, these are successful passes on average as well. So big chances created. There's a big chance created um, almost every two, uh, Two big chances created every match, so 1.7 cha- big chances created every match when Luca Dean's involved, down to 1.1 on average without Luca Dean as well. Goal attempts, um, 11.2, um, 11.2 on average goal attempts there, uh, but just, just 10. And then goals from inside the box as well, so 2.0. Um, there, but goals from inside the box 0.7. It's lots and lots of numbers, lots of stats. But the the key thing is 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 if you don't want to look at all those stats, just look at the screen. Um, now it just says it just says basically loads of loads of metrics. Everton are far better team. Luca just Dean Just
2: looking at over the back. season, yeah. Luka Dean has made uh, two key passes, created so mm. two key uh, two chances mm. per match mm. on average, and James has done 2.4. So you could say without those two, they are missing over four yeah. added extra chances in yeah. a match. I think the caveat, like you've said here, is with DCL out. Maybe they create them, they don't get converted, or you know, maybe it's his mm. movement that is creating that opportunity. Do you think Tossen or whoever replaces him can convert? Interestingly, looking at the uh, shot map you've got up there, basically the same number of chances or mm. goals from the edge of the area. Mm. One from very far out, and both. It's that amazingly narrow little, like little six-yard box of yeah, Calum's head, basically. They're penalties. <laughs> yeah. They're almost penalties and tapping. Yeah it's amazing that it's, that's missing. And I wonder if, if you think the three people involved in that are DCL, Hames and Dean, you've got two of them back. You just need someone to finish them.
0: Yeah. It's like a football manager instruction, put DCL in that area and that's it. Just convert.
1: Um, yeah. Um. Do, I mean, just, just moving on, looking at clean sheets as well. So we're going to look at the next four fixtures just before we wrap up. But um one thing I was looking at here as well was looking at sort of who is the who's the sort of the latest whipping boys as well in terms of goals yeah. conceded. So the last four matches, defences. I mean, this has been documented before. Big chances conceded. Crystal Palace, the worst at fifteen, and they conceded eleven goals. Um, West Brom and Leeds similar. Similar talking big chances conceded, and they concede a lot in reality as well but then moving down the list wolves have actually conceded eight big chances and, and the goals conceded is seven so they are porous and they are acting on the what the underlying stats are saying as well so if we think that luca Dean and um, R- rodriguez being back will help whoever they whatever head they can get into the box to get on the end of those crosses mm. Then wolves are there for the taking. Everton, meanwhile, um, have tightened up a lot at the back. Um, big chances conceded five, to just two goals conceded there, yeah. um, which I quite like. And um, just for going down that list as well, Man City um, have conced- and Tottenham uh, are the lowest number of big chances conceded in the last four, uh, which is a reason why I've invested in them in, in game week eighteen. Um, they've hardly- Man City have only conceded two, and they've only given up. Uh, three big mm-hmm. chances, so
2: yeah. Looking at the worth next Sorry, Fulmer yeah. down there as well. What was that mm-hmm. worth noting? Fulmer down there as well. Fulham are down there as
1: well, yeah. So sort of halfway, halfway
2: between, aren't they? But the,
1: the, the reason I have gone in with Son and Kane, and other people will be thinking of doing that, is not just the underlying So I look at those underlying stats, and on their own, I would think, mm. but then I just think Son, as has been documented before, Son doesn't need that many big chances. He he is very very clinical. And Kane is the guy that's assisting him at the moment. And then there's a chance of the penalty there. But it was just the fact of that Fulham have just found out they're doing it. <laughs> and they they thought yeah. they were preparing for a match on Friday. It turns out they're playing Spurs on Wednesday and then Chelsea Saturday. And they've been going through lots of upheaval as well. I just think, I'll look, going into that game, I think Spurs have rested Kane and Son... They knew they were going to have a fixture. They thought the fixture was going to be tougher. So they're all prepared for a really tough game against Villa. they got Fulham. I just think it looks good. It looks good
2: there. for. I, I think the interesting side of that as well is we mentioned earlier how XG is a better gauge over a long period of time. If you're taking you know all these stats and trying to condense them into what will happen in this one single match, your variance is going to be very, very high. Someone like Son, who, when you had Ted on a couple of weeks ago, was speaking about how, yeah, his XG is low and his goals are high, but it's the big chances he takes. Maybe that's the person to put our stock in because while we can't just go, he has lots of shots or he has few shots, therefore, in this one single instance, we can infer X. If you have just that one opportunity and it's all you're going to get, maybe you just want the player that has the best conversion rate for those sort of things. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. The things you've got up on the screen here. um, So this is a section where we, you know, We've got to say that we're partnered with Football Index. Um, there will also be players that you can, you can look to get in that format as well as FPL, obviously. So you can look at buying players through Football Index there. And that's a game where you can buy and sell shares in players using fancy football knowledge to make a profit. Um, so, looking at these fixtures here, next four, so it includes double game week 19 and 18, obviously, goes up to 21. Man City at the top, Brighton, Crystal Palace, Villa, all within game week 18, 19. And then game week 20, West Brom, Sheffield United, they're really good. <laughs> um, so, if you're looking at wild carding, you're just looking at setting your team up, Man City are the ones to go for there. Um, absolutely great fixtures coming up. Um, Manchester United next, they've got Burnley, then Liverpool, that's a, that's a, it could be a nil-nil. Um, there's Fulham Sheffield United and Arsenal so good fixtures there and Villa um, they've got a tough early run and then it gets better so Tottenham Everton City then game week 20 Burnley and Southampton um, Chelsea nothing game week 18 but then Fulham Leicester Wolves and Burnley reasonable but what sort of Chelsea are going to turn up they, uh, the cup would indicate they're better but I think they were playing Morecambe so um I'd look better playing them. So, uh, Fulham are OK. Chelsea, Manchester United. Then they got Brighton and West Brom away. So, OK. Um, just further down, Sheffield United, um, not only is their form bad, their fixtures is bad. Newcastle, Tottenham, Manchester United and Man City. Um, the Newcastle game, they're going to be targeting that because they're not going to get anything in the others. Um, Crystal Palace really low down. Arsenal, Man City and then West Ham and Wolves. So they're against quite a few attacking sides with Wolves, They might get might get a clean sheet, Mm. and Brighton my side. I mean, they're just. It doesn't matter what their xG C or whatever says. They're just awful at exceeding set pieces, so the defense will just send that
2: to my goalkeeper. They just they
1: they will yeah, and and also as was pointed out by David, their goalkeeper is one of the worst in terms of goals prevented, um, which I didn't know. I think Sanchez is. And Guita, really bad, really low down it the was, list. It was
2: Matt, Matt Ryan was bottom. I think when Ryan I made the was, transfer, it was Matt Ryan was yeah. bottom. Brighton were conceding. They had quite a low XGC, but they were conceding a lot of goals. Yeah. And Matt Ryan was just doing terrible, yeah. both eye-test and in the stats. So, Sanchez so is, when they brought in Sanchez, I was like, oh, maybe that solves it, and they shore up. He's no. been fine, but yeah. He's, he's learned everything he knows from Matt Ryan. Um, Liverpool,
1: quite low down there. Um, they obviously got a blank game of 18, then Manchester United... Burnley and then they've got Tottenham West Ham so I mean I've got Mane Salah double up at the moment um so yeah the fixtures and the form tells me I shouldn't have a
2: Mane Salah double up so I I tell you I tell you who jumps out at me there that isn't immediately obvious and maybe with the blank and double you have to wait on this but Hakim Ziyech is back for Chelsea he has started two in a row played about 60 minutes I believe his stats are very, very impressive. They were okay at the beginning of the Premier League, better than, you know, say Kai Havertz. Very impressive before he joined the Premier League. I'd be interested to see what difference he makes to the team, whether I pick him or whether I pick mm-hmm. a player he's going to supply. Again, maybe wait a couple of weeks, but I think that's a, if you're looking for differentials in the future, right. see if I can't steal one of Karim's before he uh, before he gets a better one. Yeah, you we'll, interest me.
1: Well, we'll, yeah. we'll come to we'll come to that in a in a sec. Um, I just want to mention that football index is something you can sign up to today. They've got a seven day five hundred pound money back guarantee. Uh, we've got a link in the description below um, to sign up as well as a link. Check out for full terms and conditions. Uh, so 18 plus only and um, please gamble responsibly uh, you can check out begamblerware.org the and there's a link for that in the description as well so Karen we're going to go for you for the differential so Seb when last time pick Cancelo who you indeed picked um, uh, one of the last times you were on um, if, if, if in doubt yeah. copy Karen so um, <laughs> he would have been a great a great punt if it wasn't for Hudson um this week so who is your differential Karen? and please do not say Cancelo again <laughs>
0: No, I'm not. I'm not. Although if I fail next time, like step one, uh, step three, repeat, go to Cancelo. Um, I do appreciate if anybody is going for, um, of course, the pick is for next four, right? So um, um, if it was for one week, I would have definitely picked one of the Arsenal guys. They look really decent options. Um, I I do appreciate that if you ever want to go for three city players, then you might have gone, as discussed like extensively with the two defenders and and uh, kdb but i want to introduce you to the el try um as my differential pick he's been mentioned a few few times already in the, on the scoutcast. cast oh. um for the last four matches only el Ghazi and bruno fernandez have more big chances than than gondogan Mm-hmm. Um, which is very interesting because uh, we always think that Gonduran is there as a double pivot with Rodri. But um, o- honestly, the last few matches, even with the eye test, and, and there is a decent article from Sam Lee also on The Athletic, he, he mentioned how advanced Gundogan is actually is. And, and he's been taking a lot of uh, nice positions to score, and he, 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 he took his chance really nicely against Chelsea as well. Pep has hinted that one day soon he will use Gundogan as a false nine, and he's sure that he will do well. So I, I do appreciate if you you don't want to probably take Gundogan for four go- game weeks, especially with the uh, decent fixtures. Mm. But if you really are set to get a specific defense uh, and you want double attack, but you don't fancy Sterling for its price or Jesus at like, where well, rotation who is fit who is not, then Gundogan for me. Um, is the pick, and he is on by two point four percent. He he was less than two percent this morning, so I imagine he's, he's in a lot of he's a great, teams. He's a great so.
1: pick for, as we said earlier, for game week eight, for game week eighteen as well. So you, you could get yeah. an immediate return.
0: Yeah, and and also the stats back this up, right? You just put the the, mm-hmm. the table where he's um, he second most involved after KDB. If,
1: uh, well, I've got the stats up here. Yeah, KDB top, yeah. chances created. Then Sterling, then Gundogan, 5.4. Then Gun- and Gun- the
0: expected goals involvement as well. Yeah. He's expected to be involved in 2.14, yeah. which is uh, almost 0.5 more than Cancelo. Yeah. Which, I mean, for the same price, you would take probably Cancelo for the huge upside, but it's really about the position where you want to have mm-hmm. A double city so i'm i'm not writing off grundigan um
1: as an option okay no i think it's i think it's a good selection there um and i'm i'm not gonna do it maybe i will but i was thinking mm. stones Gundogan and kdb would be quite a nice value mm. move um maybe not for me but i think that's something to consider um yeah. it
2: would it would facilitate i guess mm maybe bigger midfielders where Kane and someone yeah um, I think I mean hey it's probably the differential I definitely think it's a differential in terms of yeah. it's It's maybe useful if we're trying to make something happen elsewhere yeah. in our squad well if you I want to get a mistaken. Manchester
1: United defender in for example as well as Spurs defence as well as Man City defence and Arsenal defence you can get those in then that way yeah. Um,
0: and if I'm not mistaken, also in the direct free kicks where it's about the edge of the box, mm-hmm. he KDB shares it with Grondor and Grondor is very decent in, in putting it to tap in and, and convert the, the free kicks as well. So. Um, he, he could be. He could be. He could offer. So yeah. I have to check the stats about the fouling. I don't know if Brighton will offer that, but oh, I mean, if they get, <laughs> they'll offer you they lots get, of chances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he he might nick something. You
2: know, you know. This is a nice one for me to combine the old stats and I test into mm. one thing because mm. you, if you look at his points, he's got nothing, and then he's got four goals in three or something. Yeah, the stats do support that in the last few, but not over the whole season. If you think that's because his position has changed, or with KDB say playing a false nine is Gundogan now the one mm. responsible for taking up that role, especially if Foden's not going to play in the midfield. I wonder if that's quite a good one to go. Okay, it hasn't been supported all season, but I've seen something I can take advantage of that.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I think it is. I mean, that is something that's changed. Um, it might change back again, but at the moment, Gundogan is a. It's a really good. Yeah, it's a really good option at the moment, and and possibly for the foreseeable for the number of games. with mean, with wild cards in mind, but definitely for the next four. You would think look at and he's five point four. That's the that's the beauty of it. You're not investing eleven million. Um, yeah. So I've
0: invested. He's not. He's not a DM as as we think. Really, no. if you look at the itis he's really advanced. He it's... is. I think he's been kind of being trained to take the silver role, the the, the space spaces, the pockets inside, and mm-hmm. and take these spots. Yeah, sports, uh, I th- yeah. Probably I mean, he's he doing has. something with him. I mean, to a lesser to degree.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, to a lesser degree, say Suchek at West Ham. Yes, he's a defensive midfielder, <laughs> but he's also a massive bloke that is ordered to go up and set pieces. Yeah. And Gundogan's yeah. clearly got this other role
2: now. Well, there was an article a while ago when David Silva left, yeah. uh, talking about what Pep wanted from David Silver, which is, I think, something he called Bowser, which is just that little bit of time on the ball, just that second to stop, see what's yeah. happening. And you could see David Silver has that. Pep has said, this is only one article, so, you know, go have a look at it, but... Uh, De Bruyne and Foden both don't have this. They've got their own talents, mm-hmm. but they don't have that, just that stop for second, take step, look at be, the pitch. a lot
0: of early crosses as well. Exactly.
2: Whereas he was saying Gundogan was the only player in the squad who did have that. So in mm-hmm. matches where Pep's going to think he needs that, which I think we've seen Gundogan play, basically whether it's in the, you know, De Bruyne and Gundogan both pushing forward or in a double mm-hmm. pivot, Gundogan sounds like he's relatively key to Pep's plans, provided, of course, that article is on the money.
1: Yeah, no, I think, I mean... Th- this is a bit of gold here I think. <laughs> and I'm really tempted by Gundogan
2: now. The the interesting one is can you get him in your squad? I was almost thinking if you did Saka and Gundogan, you know, you've got a lot of money well, to play I mean, with there. Maybe I, maybe it's someone who isn't using a chip over someone who is because yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, couple I, of weeks. I think yeah. so. I mean
1: also with my setup I've got 0.0 in the bank. I've I've Beautifully created my free hit sign and and yeah good that would just like throw it into turmoil but yeah and I, I think it's a great great shout there great shout um just before we go just mention the members area we had there we had loads of loads of access to that today um looking at comparison tool uh, and some of the other um some of the other things in uh, rate my team as well has been very useful um there's also the projections as well i know seb you've been looking at the projections over the next. A few game weeks, um, and that was something that um, that I'm sure we'll come to in future Scoutcast as well. But I mean, was there anything there that particularly um, struck you out over the next six games? If
2: anything, I think it confirms all those big boys: the Fernandes, okay. Sterling, and De Bruyne are pretty much level. Salason. Okay. on. I think it says you want that core.
1: Okay, well, that's something we will definitely come to in future. So we're going to be back later this week because um, game week 18 will soon be a distant memory, and game week 19 will be upon us. And who knows, going to be playing. It's very possible uh, there won't be a double game week for Leeds and Southampton. Um, curse you, Shrewsbury. Um, but um, yeah, who knows? Who knows who we're going to play? But we'll, we'll, we'll get all the latest developments later in the week. Game week 19, we'll be back for that. Um, uh, but in the meantime, um, thanks so much for bearing with us while we try and unpick the chaos. Uh, but it's a good night for me. It's a good night from me.
0: Good night, everyone. Good night, all.